98. So, Mr. Mayor, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Welcome, everybody. This is this is radical centrism, and today we are here to talk about the effects of lockdown on ambon money supply and economy. And we are going to share. So, do you have anything to say? Yes. So, this is the most common thing right now is the pandemic going on. Everybody in this world, whole world, is being affected by this pandemic, and we are no indifferent. So today we are going going to talk about the effects, advanced effects, and ill effects of this pandemic on the whole world. Okay. So before starting, I want to share something with all of you. Um, wait a second. And wait a second. I'm sharing my Google. Actually, wait. Ready? I'm sharing my Google screen. I want to show everybody something. Yes, sure. Is it showing? It's loading. Yes, now it's there. Okay, so just to show everybody the US M1 money supply, and I mean that prompted me to actually, you know, do this entire podcast. And here we have it. Wait a second, Max. Okay, so before we move on, should I ask some questions from you? Yeah. So, ask. Okay. So, what do you mean by money supply? Because I don't know about it. So, I would you be please able to yeah. elaborate? Basically, basically, this is. I don't want to go into lot of detail into debt based economy and go full on, <laughs> like conspiracy theorist. Only main thing is, like here, yeah, the government's inf- why why is inflation happening? Right. If you ask your parents, they they are cheaper things today in their time than today. Right. Yep, exactly. What the money? So what the governments do is they print money for various reasons for war, for pandemics, for in general. They print money, and what happens is when you increase the sub, it's demand and supply. So when you increase the supply of money, and the good demand for goods is same or as much, a little bit increase, what will happen? More money after less things. Yep, exactly. And prices will increase right this is what inflation is like if you increase the money supply if everybody has 10000 rupees then and they try to use that to buy a car then the car it most probably not be over 10 to 12000 rupees but if everybody has 1 lakh and 1 lakh us dollars say then it will be much more right but that also means that a lot of the savings and investment rates are going to change and a lot of things can happen so, okay so basically are you, you are trying to say that as the supply of money increases everybody has more money so that leads to prices being higher because now they can afford really yeah yeah what did you say can you repeat yeah yeah sure so i was saying that this means that when the supply of money is more then people get more money in their pockets and then the prices rise because now they can afford more money not is not that really. what is money but, supply not really what i'm saying is first of all when money supply increases it generally does not mean that the average person has more money right okay. it generally means that the richer have gotten richer more like that because what happens is when money supply increases the asset price goes up 
But the veggies are grows up, but they go on slowly, mostly. There's a veggie to each thickness, it's a term in economic terms. So what happens is the rich get richer and the poor get poorer and the middle class gets a little bit poor. Kind of this is what's happening. But on the other yeah. side, you also need some amount of money supply that the government's caught in the Great Depression. Sometimes to fund wars or for emergencies, you know, like or to have trade deficits, to handle trade deficits so you can increase trade. It's like a balance. If you print too much, a lot of money will be going to the rich and the poorer will start getting poorer and poorer and poorer and it will be a violent revolution very soon. And if you print too little, it can hamper the growth, you know, or it can lead to chaos because you could not handle crisis, major world crisis. Yep, exactly. Right? So basically, so, we need to ensure that the money supply is less, right? Um, not, well, it depends. But yeah, this is what the governments do, mainly that ensure that the money supply does not increase at extreme high rates. Sometimes it needs to increase because of wars and things, but they'd like to make sure it's less as much. Right? Or at least as it should be in theory. In real life, oftentimes okay. the rich, what they do is they, you know, like they, how do you say? Like they give money to the politicians. Often they're quite corrupt politicians that like to print money a lot, which leads to inflation, the rich getting richer. Right? That's a fun thing that happens. In real life. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And yes. this, is, this is the money supply for US actually. And this is just this graph. Anybody that sees this graph and understands it knows it's the craziest graph ever. Okay, so could you please explain the demographics of this graph? But this is the money supply graph. This is the years on the x-axis and the money supply of the total amount of US dollars in circulation. In the y-axis. So what what's going on here is let's see. This graph is quite old. I guess it's from the 1940. We go on. Money supply is quite normal. It's not a lot, and it continues to increase mainly after the World War II and all that because wars happen, and we get around 1920s and it starts to increase quicker when the gold standard. So do you know what is the gold standard? Okay, uh, what what did you say? You know what is the gold standard? Gold standard? Yeah. As far as what I can make out it, it is like a uh, like mark set on the goals of the government. For, no. for like okay, no so you can elaborate now. So yeah, the US government until around I don't remember, it was I guess President Nixon, 1970s. US dollar is the reserve currency of the world. Most of the trade happens in the U.S. currency. Everybody's, the government's reserves are in U.S. currency, whether it's India or other areas. Like, it is the reserve currency. It's the most considered to be linked to every other currency in some way or other. So if the U.S. dollar has some harm, all currencies start to collapse. Everything okay. is like linked, linked to the U.S. dollar. So it's called reserve currency for this reason, which is why it's so important often even above your nation's currency, you see the US dollar things because they reflect a trend that very quickly spreads, even above your country trend. So what happened was in the 19th, listen to me. Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, so what happened is in the 
70s there was i guess it was president nixon of us i don't remember and we'll check at least is the thing gold standard what was the year exact i'm checking okay till the time you check can i go like for a minute because i have to get something done urgently yeah okay okay i'll be back in a minute Okay, yeah. So I'm back. So, you, what was the name of the president? I don't remember the name. I guess it was President Nixon, but it happened in 1971. So, what happened was the U.S. government abandoned the gold standard. Before that, every dollar spent to a ounce of gold, like not an ounce. It was like some currency rate. It was a fixed rate. But this is the yes. rate at which, if you have this much dollars, you can go to the bank and you can get this much. gold any time you want this is the fixed rate of gold it does not change at all that was the idea and the point was to manage the currency growth right if every gold is a very you know rare thing rare resource so what happens is if you pack every dollar to a some amount of gold no matter how little and you can't you know like make um, like unless you find extreme sources of gold i don't know from space or something you don't like just increase your currency value and deflate it completely which led to the collapse of several major nations and countries throughout history from ancient times this has happened recent examples are venezuela for example it did not completely right. collapse its economy fully and like over and it's like currency was devalued then let's see the us dollar charts once the gold standard was kept away it was now removed from at 1971 so now you can't just go into a bank and say so this is the us dollar give me the gold at the fixed rate that never happens now there all right okay so now the currency is not based on gold from 1971 and let's see the charts can you see it Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, so, so basically, correct. I was thinking that I would tell you one example as I'm a history student. So I had one example which to the thing that you were telling me. So just a sec, I'll tell you. So basically, in Europe, there was a thing called the 14th century crisis, in which one of the major things was that due to the shortfall in the output of silver mines in Austria and Serbia, the governments reduced the silver content of the currency. and you started mixing it with cheaper metals so that yeah, was the major boost yeah. to the economy yeah this is what happens throughout history after that the governments don't stop they what they do is they get with the rich people the rich people are often you know like the lobbyists they have money they have power and yeah. i'm i'm not a rich hater i'm not a rich hater person that even i want to get rich one day but like as a human we all want you know to Insure our interest. The poor want their interest insured. The rich want their interest insured. The middle class want their interest insured. It's not like rich are some evil class, but as people, we humans have natural, you know, tendency to want our interest before other, for the most yeah. part, for most human beings. So what happens is they start lobbying the government to 
decrease the silver content and increase the number of coins, which increases the asset price much more and makes them much more richer, right? Not like some yeah, evil cabal or something, but in general, humans. That's what humans Yeah, that's the humanly nature because we want to lobby for what's best for us. And we yeah. want benefit and development for each one of us. Yeah, but above us, like they know a lot of some rich are actually a little bit ignorant, but most of the rich people throughout history lobbied knew that this will lead to bad things for the like poor people and thing. This human nature, like, like I'm not blaming them. This is the thing. The poor, mm-hmm. when the list, like when the poor middle class listen, this is generally like, oh, the rich are bad. Well, they want the poor and middle class want their interest before the rich. The rich want their interest before the poor and middle class. It's it's like human nature. You can't, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah, so we I'm all have to balance them. out for each class of economy because they are all the part of the economy. Yeah. Well, it, in the previous can... times, we all knew that all the kings and all the medieval vassalage and all the during the times like, of feudalism like, and even yeah. afterwards, a lot of people used to like the middle class and the upper class was usually in focus and nobody even cared about the poor class. But in a yeah, democracy yeah. like ours, our democracy is all about public interest. Yeah, but but in reality, what often happens ends up happening is the rich can lobby enough that the poor, you know, they're rich. Because rich are generally more powerful. And also if you are rich, then you are on average smarter, right? It's easier if you're smarter and more hardworking. Which means naturally you have more power, you have more knowledge of things. Right? And yep. given the principles of human nature, yes, there will be some noble rich, just like there's some noble poor, but the average person will be self. That's if you see, you can see. Right? Yeah. The average person. Yep. So what happens here is you can see the, and this is like, can see the monetary supply going after 2007 crisis. What happened was the economy crashed fully. The government said politicians always want the next election. Our party should win the next election, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah, so what they did was they thought, okay, we don't care what happens in the future. Get the crisis away for now. Right? If, if the situation worsens in the future, we don't care. We won't be in the power that then. But now we have to win elections. Okay. So yes, like the other partner quoted, that the all the all the ministers and all the party members, they always want the best for themselves. And no party wants that they want to tackle the best of the issues and the most important issues. They always try to lobby and they always try to stand hold the most important issues and focus on the things which they can actually cover and which they can actually improve with with, with which is within the jurisdiction their own jurisdiction and their own capabilities so it is often seen that they just look for the like short term things and not for the long term were you saying anything i actually had some work to do so yes I yes no i was telling our viewers that about the the political Thing that people, yeah. are, the, all the so parties want, what they what they can achieve in with their, within their capabilities, like within within their like you know time period. Because at the end, if there's not a crisis, 
even if the, later on the situation can get worse then they will want a short term solution so they can party can get into power right now right yep or yes. they can so let's move power. back to the graph so yes I'm back actually. So yeah, what happened is the where were we? Yeah, okay, the graph. So what happened is the party said, okay, we cannot let this happen. We cannot have a major crisis just before election time. So what they did was they printed a bunch of money, which averted the short term like stock collapse, but led to a huge era of inflation. From that age on. White collar jobs have been decreased in the US and blue collar jobs have become to more and more like lower paying jobs. And part of it was automation, but part of it was just the fact that manufacturing was going out of US. They did not have a high lot of high paying jobs. They the, all the parties said we don't want a crisis now about the stock stock, you know, like collapse. So they printed a bunch of money. Like right now, even did you the US stock market, the Wall Street, is it in, is having record high, while well, unemployment levels in US are having record high. Generally, yes. like in the 1900s, economy and the stock market are connected mostly. Right? The average stock market price increases when economy increases. Now, like the correlation is zero, literally. And the reason was all this money supply. Let's see. This was around 2007. I don't know which US party was there, but it started to increase. So what they were trying to do is they were trying to avoid financial collapse. Because they yeah. knew if people, if people have to go, you know, like if large amount of people go homeless, if large amount of people have problems having food on their table, then they're out of power. And yes, I'm not, it's I'm not their duty to US. avoid them. Yeah. Avoid these, these like, uh, all these like disasters they have to avoid like food security yeah. is the most important thing that a government has to achieve yeah but what the problem with that is if you print money you're actually leading to chaos later on if you print money in huge sums and after yes, that so once they started printing money they started social security in higher and higher levels hmm. now whenever a party was to say okay let's decrease social security so we can decrease national debt People will be like, no, no, we want national, we want social security, we want free food, we want the free days, we want free health, right? But what happened yeah. with all this social security was, and some of it was genuinely good hearted, they just wanted food on their table and the education for their kids. The thing was, the government could not afford these things from taxes. There's no way you can't, like, if you make it, tax it is actually high enough. If you make it higher, then companies would start collapsing, which would have problems with them. So that would not be possible. So what they had to do is they had to incur national debt. And when you incur national debt, you have to print money to get out of it. Yeah. Right? So let's move on to the topic that yeah. how did COVID affect and the lockdown affected? We got yeah, a gist I'm, of I'm going, the, I'm going there. Word. I'm going there. I'm going there. This is the graph that we wanted to discuss. It started increasing. People did not want the social security gone. This is around Trump election. So Trump actually decreased social security, by the way. I guess he oh. understood. Yeah. 
so that led to major problem of some of the poor with the homelessness and things but that actually started to you know slow down the rise of national debt which was a very positive indication for long term short term individual suffering was increasing but uh, long term look good this is around april 2020 when covid lockdown set just look at the graph yep i can see a very sharp and straight descend upwards yeah that's the thing actually but that's what happened and now what the governments are doing is the people said lockdown and this this is actually what happened and there was a few government u.s government things that were saying let's not lock down because the economic effects will be devastating people said we want food on our table and we want lockdown because we don't want people dying from covid right yeah but the problem yeah the problem was if you have to put food on the table by collapsing because of lockdowns you incur massive national debt and to pay the national debt and social security you need money so print money like at this rate at this rate by the end of the year there were around six thousand u.s dollars at the start they were less than four thousand fifty percent of u.s dollar in circulation will be new money that never existed before this year okay so did it lead to rise in prices this rise like wide increase in the money have you read any like uh, stories of hyperinflation no rise in prices are very small term so what happens is when when you call, when the dollar starts when like currency start collapsing it happened to venezuela it happened to few other countries there was one very potent example of that actually Recently, I don't remember, the but you can check the hyperinflation and I'm just checking here. Hyperinflation countries. The Venezuela happened, it happened in South Sudan, the worst example Zimbabwe. It's currently like devalued by around a thousand crore or something. Like they would, they what people would buy milk one day. But in like one hour and the next hour milk would be sixty percent more expensive. It was that bad. Yep, that's true. Yeah, so what happened was what happened the reason it happened was they started printing money and the chart actually seemed like seven to eight years before the currency collapsed. Chart was exactly like it's in the US. It was exactly like seven to eight years before the current currency collapse. Okay. Because what happened was people once inflation started to hit quicker and quicker, people's lost like you know their trust in the currency. In what there was a gold yeah. standard, if people lost trust in a currency, they would go out to banks and buy and tell them, "Here's my currency, give me gold." Right? And there was never yeah. hyperinflation because people were having because the governments could not just you know. What do you say? Print money on command. Yeah. But now what happened was, as people started losing faith in the currency, they started charging higher and higher prices because they were not sure it would be worth as much at the end of the year, at the end of the day, which drove inflation even higher, which drove higher. And just becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, they're predicting inflation is going to increase today. Then it becomes increasing. Okay. That's cool. So what was the effect of lockdown on the money supply? 
Well, I just told you the point was what happened was people said we want food on our table, but we don't want people dying from COVID. Right? That was the idea. Yep. 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 So what happened was, but if you have to put food on the table, you need money of people, and also you have lockdown, so you can't have you have much less taxes and economy. So only way to fund that fund the lockdowns, which is I guess why like I'm not the biggest Trump fan. Pointly, like I'm a neutral person. I'm more of the neutral political scene, but like, like, like he was right in this point. He actually said that back in like April that economies would have a problem. We would have to make print money a lot, right? You know, my, my opinion is different. If I see India as an example, I would I did support the prime minister that because people's health is ultimately what will determine the economy. Yeah, no, no listen. People are not healthy. There's there should be a lockdown. Yeah, that's not the point. The point is what happened because every action is a consequence. Every action. I'm not saying if you agree with lockdown or not. The point is lockdowns mm-hmm. happened. Everything happened in the past. There's no like I cannot just go and end the lockdowns of the past. The point is what is happening in the future. What is the consequence of the action we took, and what is going to happen? Right. This is not yes, empty exactly. or pro lockdown. This is at it's this point the lockdown. Process. Yeah, it's a long term process. We have to see the pros and cons of all the policies, and we have to choose on the basis of that that which policies we should bring in, because the pandemic might end just when the vaccine comes. But people are there, and the economy still has to survive. Yeah. So the point is, whatever happened, happened. We cannot change that. The point is what's going to happen now, because every action, the actions we took, the governments took, that people wanted government to took, have consequences, and these consequences will have to be borne, whether good or bad, whether the decision was good or bad. These consequences will come in the end, right? So we are discussing the consequence of what is happening right now. Yeah, yeah. So what happened was practically. The government said, "Okay, we will do that," and they printed a bunch of money. And that—that's chaotic. Like, like the U.S. dollar. In the seven, for now, what's going happening is, the U. Like, this is the reason why stock prices are so high in the U.S. When you print a bunch of money, a lot of it goes into asset assets. When you have a lot of assets, the price goes up. Right? The you're muted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So when the price goes up, it's like the asset price goes up, and like this is what's happening in the US. What happens? It's seven to eight. Like all this money will take time to circulate in the economy. But once it circulates, it's your. It's going to be huge inflation level increase. Right? It will take. I don't know. Some people are saying it will take only one to two years because. Now we have better technology. Some people are saying it will be less speed. It will take seven, eight years. But we are going to be a big financial crisis once all of this is over and once the money has circulated throughout the economy, because the inflation rate will grow. Then people start stop trusting the economy, and then the then we are going to be in some trouble. I'm not saying pro or anti lockdown, but like. The consequences will have to be happen, whether yep. you 
like the lockdown or not. So yeah. So yes, let's draw the conclusion here now. Yeah. So yeah, and we were also talking about. So what? What's your opinion on this? I didn't understand anything, so I have no opinion on it. But do you, I'm sorry do to you, say that. Do you mean you did not understand anything? Yeah, what you were saying, I didn't understand that. What I'm saying is, when money supply increases, demand yes, the inflation drives up. That's a basic economic principle that most major economics will know, right? Yep, that's true. Yeah. So when so when do you have to have lockdowns? And this was the effect of COVID. So point is now we are going for huge economic fallout from all these lockdowns, and a lot of people think, oh, there was yeah unemployment going up all this, but it's not that bad. What people are not realizing is all this money that they have to use to fund all these lockdowns will have to eventually, you know, like supply, like what do you say that it will eventually spread in the economy. It will eventually be there in the common hands and this will drive the economic crisis. So like people are looking, oh, okay. The economic crisis are not that bad. If they don't realize this, depending on the speed, one to eight years down the road, once the money is actually, you know, like in the economy in working, shit's gonna get economically wise. Okay, so what what's your opinion about the lockdown in India? Do you support it or do you don't support it? Okay. So what are my opinions of lockdown? Let me think. It's like I understand why they locked down. Like if you see this this disease, the main point of this disease is there's a low death rate but high infection rate. So what happens it affects a bunch of people. Most have no problems and some die. And that's that always some people then add up to a huge number of deaths over there, you know, because so many people are infected. Right? Because yeah. if you take a small percentage of a large population, because most people survive it easily. But if you Survivor take a small person but if even if you take one person and he roams around the whole day in public places around 1 lakh people can be infected within one week from that person yeah i understand all that i understand the rate of transmission all that so basic idea like i understand the basic idea personally like i think the economic fallout is not going to be worth it like already we had some deaths with some deaths some cancer Cancelled cancer appointments, all that led to increase in deaths. Around uh, quite a bit of more people started getting cancer at later stages because they did not have the checkup at earlier stage due to all this fear. So we had some deaths. We also had a huge economic fallout that we will have to prepare for. So personally, I don't think the lockdowns should have happened. Yes, some people would die. Yes, it's it's life. You can't. I can't change worlds. But like personally, I think the economic fallout will be dangerous because the economic measures, just one measure, anybody that's reading the two economic measures will know that this is chaos. This is chaos. Once it spreads throughout the economy, once the money is spread one to eight years down the road, it's going to be chaotic. Not going to be a small crisis. Okay, you are right. If you're asking my opinion on it, I think the... Uh... 
lockdown didn't make a much difference because the economy was already failing in india beforehand only if you want Not we can check the gdp of the country so let me share the screen and show the gdp starts yeah before uh, the lockdown yeah, actually we needed to discuss another topic it's already quite a bit of time and i actually saw that graph i know the you saw all the crazy changes because after that you know like was that black money like like mm-hmm. what was that what was that black what was the campaign that was called that was ended to use black and it was to end black money to end black money you tell i don't know that when the thousand two thousand rupees and five hundred rupees rounds were banned, no demonetization. Yeah, demonetization and all that. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've seen some graph, and like we also have to discuss another topics. Just one thing, just one thing before we get to the next topic. If this, if my predictions are real and right, which the data suggests and the past historic data suggests. This was nothing. Just remember that. Why? Like, I, I let's just check the data. Like, I don't okay. even know. Like, I show you some data. You can see the rest of the data, but you can also see the examples of Venezuela and all these countries. You can check the Federal Reserve currency. Yeah. That is currency of the world of US dollar. So so yeah sorry yeah. to interrupt but i think the we have dis- discussed a lot of topics for today and the next topic we can continue in the next podcast you have to go somewhere yes lunch time no right radical i hope that we will do the next time. thank you everybody for watching radical realism and hope you like it and we'll meet you in the next broadcast so thanks thank you everybody Have a nice day.